So Henry, let's tell everyone how we met. I want to say it was about a year ago and we were in a British comedy writing class. Does that sound right? Jane yeah. Postlewaite, she's the best, love her. Isn't it funny uh -huh. that you're in New York and I'm in Texas and yet our teacher was British and we've created this whole group and all these comedians around the world, we're all together here now today. It's where we're at, it's the International House of Comedy or I call it IHOC. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I like the um, the fact that I'm in the Bronx, New York, and you're in Texas. I'm in a blue state, and you're in a red state. How's that? I don't How's like that. that. I want to be in your blue state, and I really don't like that. When the pandemic began, and I met you, that you jinxed us in Texas because you had it the worst cases <laughs> when we met. <laughs> and at the end of our six weeks class, you brought over the worst pandemic cases to my state. I said to you, I am your future. <laughs> you and you that? meant it in a bad way. Yes. You we in New York City had the worst numbers ever. Like, can you believe we're in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. So, Harry, I thought you said we're going to start like 12, uh, 15. So. Oh, this is part of the show. This is our intro. This is, we oh. are the show. <laughs> we oh, are the I show. See. We're doing an intro. We like to oh, banter. Okay. We like to give each other a hard time. Okay. At the same time, we're just telling the whole world who we are. So okay. I'm Shell from Dallas, oh, Fort, okay. Texas, on the Fort Worth side. And you are Henry. Henry from Jenny from the Block. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm here from uh, wherever Jennifer Lopez is from. I think I grew up like a mile away from her. Uh, so... That's who we are, and we're here uh, once a month, and we also do a weekly show called the, uh, the Joke Feedback every Wednesday at 4.30. It's for comedians looking to workshop new materials, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm going to be doing some something in the show. You'll be doing something in the show. Let's bring up the co-hosts. All right, so coming up, oh, well, quick disclaimer, just a reminder, this is being recorded on my podcast and YouTube and Henry will email those links later. Thank you so much. <laughs> and coming up is my co-host, Tracy Simon. I want y'all to uh, meet her for a moment, say hello, and then I'll introduce the first comedian, get started. Can't hear you, Tracy. <laughs> okay, hi, I'm Tracy Simon and I am the keeper of time. So if you see a light, that's me. And if you hear a cowbell, that's me too. And if and you're you a timekeeper, that's my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, bark dog. And you might hear my dog barking too through the show. Hopefully not. But if you're a timekeeper, Tracy, can you also be my time traveler? Because I really need to go back a, a little bit in life for a few things and redo. Can you help me out? Okay. What, what, what do we need to do? I'm a little... I don't even know where to start on that one. So we'll just move on. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Everybody <laughs> have a good show. Uh, you'll be getting a message for uh, from the host or from anybody that tell you when your time is one minute up. And enjoy. Start the show. Bring up the first comic. I'm All gonna... right. Thank you all so much again for being here. We really appreciate the audience around the world and all of our comedians here performing. Everyone has such great talent and we're excited for them to share it with y'all. So first coming up is my dear TikTok comedian friend, Ying. <laughs> and how do you say your last name, Ying? Oh, uh, cut the P. Oh, I'm so glad that? I asked you. I would not have known that. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> That's right. Vigilante, right? Vigilante without the P, so. 
gotcha. Well, go for it, Ying. Take it away. All right. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Happy to be here. And thank you for having me here. Yeah, my name is Ying Weichelong. I currently live in Spokane, Washington. But I was uh, born and raised in uh, Beijing, China. Yeah, born and raised in China. But all my jokes are made in America. <laughs> so don't worry. Uh, I speak with heavy accents of Alabama. So very <laughs> cute, very cute. Uh, so today is a Chinese New Year. So we're a year of uh, uh, ox. Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. And uh, I am a single mother. Three times. Okay. Each time walk away with one child. <laughs> so got three kids, a single mother. But uh, hey, the Chinese community don't like that. Okay. They're like, yay, that's not good. Not Chinese value, you know. But I'm a proud, very proud on the mother's side, not on the single side, you know. So I'm thinking, you know, I just heard the other day, it says life is about journey. It's not about destination, right? So the way I look at it, hey, I got three journey, okay? Yeah, so I'm working on my fourth journey. Sure. You know, uh, my parents, they were married like 40 years. They call silver, right? Silver years, silver marriage. And then they divorced. Gosh, so... Uh, at least uh, I'm still working on my journey, you know, and uh, I hear people, oh, they're married, golden, your 50 year anniversary or diamond, like, okay, and that doesn't sound appeal to me. You're all your life, you just like one journey, one journey. So I wish that actually, I don't mind if I'm at deathbed, I'm still working on my ace journey. Okay, yeah, ace is lucky number. For China, so I instead of one of golden. Okay, so another thing about me uh, is uh, I have a seventeen-year-old son right now at home. You know, high school. Yeah, you the high school is supposed to be very exciting. You know, and uh, little did I know, one day he just came home and started calling me bruh. You know, like what's up, bruh? So now I like my daily routine. So my son's good morning, bruh. You know, and uh, everything I say, he would say, seriously, bruh? You know, everything I do, you know, he questioned, what's up with that, bruh? Yeah. <laughs> On Tuesday, he'd tell me, hey, Taco Tuesday, can I borrow $20, bruh? Yeah, can I use your car, bruh? And the only time he called me mom is when he goes, uh, what's for dinner, mom? Is dinner ready yet, mom? So when I hear that, I just go, I don't know. Why don't you cook your own dinner, bruh? <laughs> yeah, so uh, he has been eating a lot of ramen noodles <laughs> in the last <laughs> year quarantine, right? I'm getting ready, getting him ready for college. You know, I was like, grow up, bruh. Yeah. So did I got my life yet? Or <laughs> So no. I think I, I keep going. So that was, that was for four minutes, okay? What else? Okay, so uh, the Mulan, Mulan movie. I just recently watched that, guys. Right? And, you know, I felt like the move, I had to work so hard to earn a Hollywood role. You know what I'm saying? Pretend to be a, a man. You know, I'm thinking four, 1,600 years later, I still cannot do what Mulan did. 
No way, you know. Uh, but I think if I have to do a movie, I could do a Sleeping Beauty, guys. Sleeping Beauty. Because <laughs> all I got to do is just sleep and wake the fuck up. So I could do that. And I could do a, a, a Cinderella. I think, oh, Cinderella. Cinderella. Because what did she have to do, you know? She lost a glass slipper, right? And then she get all the white girls to try on her shoes and sleep. So I really think Cinderella invented the shoe fashion industry. Yeah, she was like, hey, easy for me because Chinese people make all the shoes anyway, so I could do that. Thank you very much, and that's my time. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> All right, it's Tracy, who's next? Okay, coming up next is one of our favorite, actually everybody's a favorite, so I'm not playing favorites, is Warren Dawson. Give it up for Warren. Hey guys, the first part of my act is interactive, so if you wanna unmute yourself, feel free, please. So where are all my alcoholics at? <laughs> all right. So I'm also an alcoholic. However, I haven't had a drink since 1992. Mm. Yeah, thank you. So <laughs> I'm also a member of Alcoholics Anonymous or AA. And I, oh shit, I guess I'm not anonymous anymore. Uh, okay, <laughs> or alcoholics formerly known as anonymous. Anyway, hi, I'm Warren and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Warren. Hi, Hi Warren. Warren. Sounds like a couple of you are familiar with AA, but some of you are not. So <laughs> I go to an AA meeting and I want to speak. I stand up. I say, hi, I'm Warren and I'm an alcoholic. And then the whole room says, hi, Warren. So let's give this another try. Hi, I'm Warren and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Hi Warren. Warren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> all right. So now you are all honorary alcoholics. <laughs> oh. some things about aa do confuse me uh, for example it's a 12-step program but you know the more i drink the less steps i'm going to take <laughs> and uh step one is to admit you're powerless over alcohol mm -hmm. but that pretty much says it all doesn't it i mean who needs 11 more steps <laughs> anyway step nine is to make amends to people who were harmed but who, who is that? I mean, is that the guy who I didn't notice was sleeping with my wife? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the poor fellow who stole my wallet while I was passed out? <laughs> well, there were those taxi drivers. Yeah. Most of them will never get their seats clean. So something else AA does is they give out chips based on how long you've been sober. Not the good kind, not Doritos, but they give out these round chips that look like poker chips. And that begs the question, do they give these things out to Gamblers Anonymous too? Uh. <laughs> All right, so now I'm, I'm working on my what seems like 100 years chip. <laughs> no, but can you imagine what if someone was getting their 75-year chip? I mean, you got to be in your 90s, right? Unless you joined AA when you were 14. At this point, I feel like you're done. 
you have beaten alcoholism. That 75 year chip should come with a shot and a beer. (laughs) (laughs) So I know this is going to sound weird, but I go to a lot of bars nowadays, not to drink, of course, because as I mentioned, I haven't had a drink since 1992. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I actually go to bars for two reasons, uh, uh, to do stand-up. I like the lighting because I look so damn good in the dark. <laughs> the second reason is uh, I'm actually looking for my soulmate. I know what you're thinking. Why go to a bar to find a soulmate? Well, I mean, let's face it. I've done most of my best work in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> You got to remember, I'm fluent in the language of those who are wasted. So looking for, excuse me, looking for a soulmate. I try to stay away from ladies who are just starting to drink. They, they do still need to marinate a little more. (laughs) Um, Also, they tend to be honest and brutal. They're like, go away. I'm not that drunk. (laughs) So naturally, I'll send them drinks to speed up the process a little, (laughs) you know, anonymously. (laughs) Then once they're drunk, I'll go to them and I'll say, hey, what's your munchie of choice? You know what they say? The way to a woman's heart is through her, well, jewelry, (laughs) Uh, but also food. Then it's home to cuddle and other things. Now a word to the wise. If you wake up and turn over and see this face in the morning, you are ready for AA. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers for Warren, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warren, do you have a social media, uh, like Twitter, Instagram, anything you want people to follow um, you? No, I don't. Well, I do. Okay, no do, worries. I'll, I'll put you do. Okay, you can put it in the group chat whenever you're okay. ready, if you decide to do that. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. All right, and coming up next, give me just a moment, here is Ushiku Chrysafuli. That is a name full right there alone to say, and I'm praying I said it correctly. So let's give it up for who I like to call Ushi. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Ushiku. Uh, I'm a bisexual. It has been one year, five days, and 27 minutes since my last shag. Um, I know what you're thinking is that why he's got a cowboy hat on is it like a broke back mountain thing Um, and whilst Heath Ledger was an absolute Adonis that isn't the reason though I must say I hate the way you're not alive I hate the fact you're not mine no the real reason is because I'm a petty asshole, and in 2011, I was dating a girl from Virginia, and she decided to put up her old prom, prom pics, and uh, yeah, she was uh, with this fella that was in a cowboy hat, and my petty ass was like, I could pull that off better than that twat, uh, but <laughs> being a performance artist, I was like, ooh, um, maybe I can make it into a character so I kind of did um, and yeah <laughs> being a Doctor Who fan gave me a convenient excuse because uh, at the time you had uh, Matt Smith yeah. as the Doctor and he was like Stetsons are cool and I was like yeah but being an insecure prick isn't 
So then I had to make it into a, a legitimate reason to, to wear it. So as a guy with a theatre background, I was like, right, let's make it into a character. I was like, mm, let's see, they're in the South. I'm half Italian. My family was from Sicily. That's in the South. Fuck it. Let's play around with being from the South. So I created this character called Cowboy Chris Afuli, and I developed a little song, and I hope you like it. From the deep south where we do things rightly With a sexy man and some tidy whities Who needs whiskey when you've got wine And a man in boots that's looking fine Yes, it's true that I broke my back mountain Tricking with sweat from the sexual fountain But I'm not your average cowboy And that's all right with me No, I'm not your average cowboy From the south of Italy I woke with a woman in the early morning and my cock started going without warning. Turned the west and we went wild, wild. Nine months later, said it's not my child. Like my women when they're wild and loose. Don't time it down, don't tighten that noose. But I'm not your average cowboy. And that's all right with me. No, I'm not your average cowboy. From the south of Italy. I like to drink and I like to party. Come on, let's get this party started. Was a country boy and I'm country man. My boots all over and my head is tan. But I'm not your average cowboy. And that's all right with me. No, I'm not your average cowboy. From the south of Italy. I'm not your average cowboy. I also rap too. Spit fast and the speed of light. Split out, I'm too. My lyrics and the implosion of all what's in my mind. Not a <laughs> cowboy. In fact, I'm one of a kind. Got my horse in one hand and a bear in another. Firing all the sources, what you wanting for cover. But I'm not your average cowboy. And that's all right with me. No, I'm not your average cowboy. From the south of Italy. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, it's good. And how can we follow you, Ushi, on social media? Um, I'll put it in the chat. Uh, I've got Ushiku underscore Chris Fully on um, Instagram. I've got my open mind page on Facebook. And I'm Ushiku Chris Fully on Facebook as well. So I'll put all those in the chat. Thank you so much. Let's give it up for Ushi Woo! again. Love the song. Yay! You can be any of our cowboy any day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's keep the show going. Although how to top that, I don't know. Um, anyway, our next uh, comedian, uh, comic, uh, she's been on TMZ Live many times and has interviewed tons of celebrities, but she's happiest performing stand-up comedy. Welcome to the stage, our one and only, Shell. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> yay. Many of you don't know this, but I was engaged at 20 years old, you know, back in 1994. I know I'm a little old, but anyway, and I'm still unsure why we broke up. He told me it was because he was happy. <laughs> so this is not going to work out, honey. I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay too. I'm so happy. I'm so happy we're together. I don't understand the problem. I don't know. Lost that one. <laughs> I facilitate grief recovery, and that can be challenging, especially when I have divorces and widows and the same class. Ooh, <laughs> I'm married over 50 years. I miss her so much. 
dude, you think you got it, man. Check out my story. My wife's best assets were running off with another man. And all I do is think about where is she? What is she doing? At least you know where your wife is. <laughs> and I'll leave you with this. When I was a camp counselor, I lived in a cabin notoriously known for snakes. And we had a one missing snake for a while. He, he was so fast, like we would just be doing our hair, whatever. He was just like this missing pet snake. And, and us girls would just like, you know, be getting ready in the morning. And all of a sudden, Mr. Snake would come out and say hello and slither away, just whoever, just any time, any day. So we could never catch him. He was too quick. Anyway. Moving on to the point. <laughs> so we had this missing snake until the middle of one night, I woke up to the sound of zzz, zzz coming from my pillow. Woo. I hopped up immediately and I stomped my pillow to the ground until my pager, you know, before cell phones, my pager fell out. Y'all, it was my ex-boyfriend, not that oh. one I mentioned a moment ago, a different one. It was my ex-boyfriend paging me at four in the morning. Y'all, I had, a, it turned out it was a snake after all. And that <laughs> four, six, four boa constrictor tried to slither his way back into my life after we broke up. I'm telling you, he really knew how to throw a hissy fit. I'm Shell, that's my time. Love and peace out. <laughs> thanks y'all oh and you can follow me on twitter instagram both are coffee talk wc and that also will link you to my podcast coffee talk with shell thanks again love and peace happy valentine's day okay. <laughs> and i'm gonna introduce the next comedian let me go back to my co-host hat here <laughs> okay. oh it's one of my favorite lads the one that i tease oh. for having bunk beds <laughs> Frederick. It's not bunk beds, it's a converted sofa bed. <laughs> Quote of the year. Thank you for clarifying. So let's give it up for my favorite lad, Frederick Colby. Yeah. How are we all doing today? Hey, Frederick. Yay. So just before the lockdown, I used to work in a pub. However, I don't have that job anymore. Uh. Don't worry, the pub didn't close down. I just quit because I hated it. <laughs> and whilst I disliked all of the customers, probably one of the worst types of customers for me were the people who would have these pretend dietary requirements, such as gluten free. Now, I just <laughs> want to make a quick disclaimer, okay? I'm not talking about the 1% of people who genuinely had celiacs. I'm talking about the 99% of people who pretended to be gluten free, either because they wanted to feel special or because they know nothing about how nutrition works. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, they, there's this common saying in the industry that a customer is always right, and I don't want to get into the debate about how true that is, but whether <laughs> or not it's true, one thing I know for sure is that customers in Surrey are always right, right balance. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I'll tell you what, what I really don't understand uh, about this whole gluten-free craze uh, is that if you're going to be a special snowflake and avoid certain foods, why do you choose to avoid gluten? Gluten's great. It's what's in cake and bread and for my fellow Brits out there, Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> Thing is, if, if I was going to make up some kind of dietary requirement, I would claim to be something like mushroom-free or 
spinach free. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure most kids these days would claim to be vegetable free. <laughs> and what's even weirder are the ones that try and make up some rubbish to justify it. They tell me how eating gluten is so unhealthy. They tell me that gluten makes you fat. And they say that to me, the guy who is so skinny, he can jump on the bed without breaking it. <laughs> In fact, I am so skinny that if you hug me and you notice something poking you, it will be my arm that you've just snapped off. <laughs> But I just want to end my set today just by clarifying if the customers were genuinely celiac, I would make sure that no gluten got into their meals. Not because I cared about them, but because if I was ever going to kill one of them, I wanted to do it in a way that would at least get me a Netflix documentary. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it up for Frederick, y'all. Everybody follow yeah. him on social media. My favorite lad. I'll put all my social medias into the chat. Okay. Um, okay. Just remind me at the end of the show, everyone, to verbally say everyone's social media name. So uh, let me actually do that for a moment because this will this is being recorded. It's those who are listening on the podcast and don't see the video and don't see a group chat. So, for example, Warren is Warren Dawson on Instagram and also at Dawson Warren on Twitter, who uh, performed prior. And yeah, so we'll cover all that at the end. Just don't let me forget, Tracy. Okay, my co-host. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you so much again. Give it up for Frederick. Yay. Okay. And now our our next comedian is kind of like Cher or Madonna. She goes by one name. Please welcome <laughs> Sapir. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. The way I look, Madonna and Cher, How, you, uh, you got it. You really did. I mean, and I didn't even have to write that. I love it. You know, my name's Saper and I am becoming an older woman. I say becoming because saying I am is just too much for me. Um, there are benefits though in becoming an older woman. And the one thing is younger guys. Younger guys love older women because we know what to do and we can keep doing it. And then we can be their designated driver. So it works for both of us. I knew I was becoming an older woman when I looked in the mirror and what I thought I looked like and what I look like are not the same. I also found out that as I'm aging, my body parts are becoming foreign I'm not a hairy person, but hair is growing in the strangest places, which makes summer and bathing suits terrifying. And if I don't have my glasses on, I can't see a thing. And normally I forget my glasses and then forget that I forgot them. <laughs> it's very, very frustrating. I also have spent decades getting mammograms. And first they turn into baloney because I have real boobs, as you can see. I'm wearing a bra or they beat up my knees. But when I turn over, they're like crips now. So it's kind of like 
when you tie them in a knot, when you tie them in a bow, you can throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier when the boobs hang low. So guys, I want to tell you something. You need to be kind to us, women with real boobs, because I want you to think about this. Decades of having your ball sack lifted up and placed on a cold metal tray and then compressed with some very intense weight while you're standing on your toes, not breathing. So have some compassion for us, really. It's important. And another thing that I found was that you have to have tough skin being older. It's really important. So I started bathing in butter. I thought <laughs> about lube, but then people would think I was having sex. And I can't blame it on COVID. My hymen regrew before then. <laughs> thank you um my uh inner my social media thank you very much is at f as in food d as in drink a and d travel at fdnt anyway it was great thanks you guys for coming bye Yay. thank you so much joe wonderful job thank you for saying aloud your social media handle so for, for every comedian that wants their um social media to be heard and uh on the podcast please like joe say it aloud great great example there joe because I, I should have thought of that earlier so we'll go back at the end of the show and recap again no worries for the the prior comedians and have y'all say yours aloud so no worries uh and, and in the meantime it looks like hold on here let me just, I'm um, doing two things at the same time, like we all are these days during a pandemic and <laughs> multitaskers we are. And of course, my favorite person in the whole, whole world that I've grown to love and adore who I've only known since the pandemic began that brought us all together. Let's give it up for the love one and only my dear Henry Cruz. Yay. Yay. Oh my God, with a lineup like that, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. So I want to give a little tutorial on how to do a proper Zoom call. <laughs> you have to look into the camera. <laughs> make sure <laughs> that the person looking at you the camera is right there in front of you and you surely have to smile with your eyes uh, <laughs> that's, it. All right. that's my performance my performance piece I've been working on that for six months okay <laughs> So other than being the host here, I do have a job, a day job, and it's working with um, uh, old people. Not entirely, like I don't actually have physical contact with the people that I work with, but once in a while I have to get a signature from someone uh, old, it's like, a it's a program, it's, I think I'm a healthcare provider. Yes, I am a, a healthcare hero. The last time I checked, yes. So working with old people is probably the best thing because you don't have to communicate with words. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
it's more like if I need you to sign this, they don't know what they're signing. I could be getting their healthcare proxy or the person that pulls the plug, that could be me. I don't know what they're signing. They don't know what they're signing um, because they're about 70 years old. And this inspires me because I wanna be looking in the mirror and say, that's me in the future. Okay, yeah, that's great. So I wanna tell you about myself. I, I, um, I was uh, uh, at the workplace. They have this thing now, it's very modern. You have to have a pronoun. I have uh, decided my pronoun after a lot of thought. Uh, my pronoun is he, she, uh, maybe. Uh, and, and gender fluid, gender fluid. Uh, at night, especially, I'm very gender fluid. <laughs> so the, I respect, I respect the, um, the modern ways of, of the workplace. And, and I'm, I like the LGBTQ. People ask me if, if I'm gay. That's my gay, the, the gay bathroom. <laughs> They're calling you back in for the group. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So uh, I would say I'm a little bit gay, especially in New Jersey. I was very gay in New Jersey. Yeah. And I, I left a lot of evidence that was gay. <laughs> but since coming to the Bronx, it's all dried up. There is no gayness. <laughs> it just, it goes away. Like, like this, like I'm, I'm the manliest man. I'll, I'll end with this. this um, so I live in a Latino area in the Bronx <clears throat> here next to Ron. And um, <laughs> I don't understand when us when people call me poppy uh daddy i'm trying to move away from <laughs> Thanks, <Ron. laughs> they do that a lot they call me daddy and i'm like uh, uh poppy i want to talk to you and it's mostly guys that are doing that so i oh. <laughs> i want to tell them uh -huh. there's zero chance that i'm your daddy <laughs> Who's your mommy? Maybe your mom. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you, cousin John, and yeah. thanks you to the rest of you. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Henry Cruz one hundred one. Henry Cruz one hundred one. Thank you. All right. Henry Cruz, the one and only. <laughs> Our poppy. <laughs> Don't call Yay, me poppy. poppy. <laughs> okay, daddy. Okay. <laughs> like your haircut. <laughs> okay, we're nearing the halfway point. So I'd like to bring on our next comic, Mr. Christopher Anthony. Yeah. <laughs>
Can everybody hear me? Yes. Oh, I'm so yes. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they keep saying we're all in this together. And I finally understand what they mean because if my neighbor loses her job, I lose my internet. You know, it's. Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> Day coming up. People are always freaking out. Where can you get flowers? Where? And then it's, you know, it falls on the weekend. Where can I get nice flowers on the weekend? I got to tell you, here's some quick advice. The best and least expensive place to get flowers on the weekend is the cemetery. Absolutely, for sure. All over the place. And a lot of guys are going to propose. Men love to propose on Valentine's Day. I, I think that's the wrong day. I think the best day to propose is April 1st, you know? <laughs> he says, no, you're like, oh, I wasn't going to propose. I was just tying my shoe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, my, uh, my friend is four months pregnant Aww. and... She was going to have a gender review, <laughs> but she decided to wait uh, until the kid turns 18, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know how they are. <laughs> Everyone's so politically charged, especially when it comes to race and with Ancestry.com and 23andMe, everyone's like, what percentage of you? So look, flat out, my friend is 80% black because he lost his arm in a car accident. So that's. <laughs> telling everybody to get pets. Uh, my friend really, really, really wanted a dog. And after five months, she went ahead and adopted a dog because she couldn't have one naturally. And that's just what you do. <laughs> First you try and then you adopt. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, my friends say that I'm bipolar. Half of me agrees with them. <laughs> <laughs> the other half says I have no friends. <laughs> for relationship advice, and this is a true story. Most of my friends who are successfully married met when they were young. They met in high school. But that advice only works if you're also in high school. So... Now I'm not allowed near any school, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Hispanic male, and I, on behalf of Hispanics and just minorities in general, look, racial profiling is wrong. Not all minorities with expensive cars sell drugs. Some of us stole the car. It's just way easier. <laughs> jail time. You were in yoga. We took the Yukon and your shoes because you weren't watching them, you know. <laughs> you know, there's all these businesses. It's sad. I get it. But there's all these businesses with signs, you know, like going out of business, signs all over the place. I mean, if you're really going out of business, does it make sense to spend money on all those signs? Kind of frivolous. I mean, <laughs> that's why you got there. Two <laughs> <laughs> more quick jokes. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Proper timing and everything. There's the light. There we say, look for the light. Look for. I, I don't understand why we assume people who wear glasses are smart. That's like. Uh. A, People on crutches are good athletes. You know I mean? 
you're visually handicapped, does that make you better at algebra? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, just a long time question I've had, why is it that so many gay men seem to love straight hair? I just... lines. So I wanna let you guys know, uh, you know, just a promo at the end. I do, I have CDs for sale. Uh, they're all like late 90s songs and artists. Thank you so much. <laughs> Let's give it up for Christopher Anthony. Wow, punchlines galore. I cannot Woo. hear a friend Woo. out of your punchline. All right, great job. <laughs> and coming up next is my dear co-host today that I'm going to spotlight right now for all of you. And, oh wait, let's go back to Christopher. Did you give social media? I'm sorry, Tracy. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm trying to multitask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, what I did was I merged YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So I have a utwitface.com account. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should definitely, I won't go there, but you should go to utwitface.com. It's, so no, I don't have any. Okay, perfect. Thank you again, Christopher. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have asked him. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Tracy. So she's a woman, a wife, and a mother. In other words, she's suffered for her art. Let's welcome to the stage, Tracy Simon. Tracy! Uh, anyway, just to tell you about myself, my husband and I have been married a little over 40 years. And my secret to a long marriage is marry a guy the same height as you. <laughs> See eye to eye, but when you don't, you could take him in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, and you also have to respect each other's differences. I mean, he likes model railroading. I like knitting. He likes the Grateful Dead. I like Megadeth. And he likes to snore. And I like to put a pillow over his face. I mean, we would have been divorced years ago, but mm, it was paperwork involved. <laughs> so we're still together. And I decided when we retired, we would travel. Now, I wanted to go to Hawaii for our 40th anniversary. I left hints around the house, uh, travel brochures, coconuts in the kitchen, mahi-mahi for dinner. I even wore a grass skirt to bed. Somebody wants another. And, you know, to set the Well, the jar probably may break. Depends on Hello. Uh, <laughs> I made more grass skirt to bed. And to really set the mood, I whispered, would you like a lay? Not now, something's making me sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we went on a romantic weekend, except we have different ideas of what romantic is. I mean, I think Vegas, he thinks Pennsylvania. <laughs> and we're not talking about heart-shaped bathtub Poconos, okay? This guy's always got to learn something. <laughs> I mean, if Google were an island, we would never. So our friends go off to the Caribbean to, to swim and snorkel. We go to Lancaster to watch the Amish make cheese. <sighs> well, the trip did turn a little romantic when I learned that buggy whips are not for horses only. <laughs> so I threw out some ideas for our next trip. How about Mexico? Drug dealers will kill us. France? The French live there. Uh, Gettysburg? Now you're talking. 
<laughs> you thought that was a battle? You should have seen the one in our bedroom that night. <laughs> uh-huh. He found it a bit of a turn on, but I wouldn't let him pass my Mason-Dixon line. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he finally agreed to go to a travel agent, and we told him we wanted to go someplace sensual but age-appropriate. Have I got the place for you? You heard of sandals? This is orthotics. <laughs> it's all-inclusive. When you arrive, you get a life alert bracelet that lets you into your overly heated luxury suite with the emergency pull cords in every bathroom. You get access to our daily grumpy hour featuring bottomless Maalox margaritas and pina colonics. <laughs> followed by dinner, their famous early bird of paradise buffet. But you must know there is no island nightlife tour. No one drives after sundown. So we decided to book our first cruise and we looked into Holland America lines and they have lovely ships like the Volendam, the Veendam, the Mastam. Well, we booked on one of those cheap discount sites. We set sail on the, I don't give a dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if that wasn't a big enough clue, our trip would suck. Our cabin was so far below sea level. I'm pretty sure I saw the Titanic through a porthole. Uh, and uh, you know those cute towel animals? You know, the dog, a monkey, an elephant that they leave on your bed? Ours was a rat. A live one. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, so we made the best of it and dressed for dinner. Hun, why don't you wear the new jeans and the blue polo I bought you? You don't have to dress me. I'm a big boy. I can figure it out for myself. Well, a few minutes later, there he was in cargo shorts, a plaid flannel shirt, Birkenstocks, and a fanny pack. You're actually going to wear that? Well, yeah, the ship's newsletter said dress smartly. Oh, hon, that outfit didn't make it out of kindergarten. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to stand here while you pick me apart. Fine, go on ahead, and I'll meet you on the Lido deck. I didn't want anyone to know we were together. So 10 minutes later, I see him in the bar, and it's packed with guys dressed exactly like him and some very attractive women, some who were talking him up. So he excused himself, walked over, totally smug. You made how fun of how I was dressed, and yet these ladies invited me to join their party. Are you jealous? Jealous? Me. Not jealous at all. Go have fun. Well, the party was a lesbian mixer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy. Figure it out for himself. <laughs> Tracy Simon, and let's have more show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Give it up for Tracy, everybody. Yeah. All right. Whew. I'm so verklempt. Anyway, um, I'd like to bring on our next act, Sean Little. Hey, everyone. Guys. Yeah. Hi. So. I really need this pandemic to end tonight, guys, tonight, man, because it's really messing me up. It's showing me how messed up my priorities are and how selfish I am. Now, chicken has always been one of my favorite foods. Since the pandemic, it's become more of a multivitamin, I would say. (laughs) Now, one night over Christmas, I heard some noises in my house. I started thinking, Someone's trying to break in. Instantly, I'm thinking about safety. I wonder if all our chicken in the freezer for Christmas dinner is all safe. 
So naturally, I crept out of bed, I crawl on my stomach and I go and check on it. It's just lying there in the freezer, all okay, that's good. Now, just to be safe, I've, I'm thinking maybe I should put a padlock on the freezer just to make sure it's okay. <laughs> then I remember, flip, I need to check on my wife. <laughs> so I did. Thankfully, she was asleep. I mean, she was safe. That's, that's what I meant to say, guys, safe. <laughs> now, I'm not too proud about how I manage that situation, guys. You know, I really need to be thinking a bit more about my wife. So starting tomorrow, I'm going to order a mini fridge for our bedroom. That means I can check on my chicken faster. <laughs> now, you know, with all this working from home and online meetings for work, I found that my people skills are dead. In fact, my conflict resolution skills are poor. If I join an online meeting and I disagree with any colleague, I just leave, you know? Um, well, <laughs> and you know, and if, if, if someone asks me something I don't know, I just put up a do not disturb status, you know. Now, I started to try this at home as well, you know, with a wife. You know, if I didn't really want to listen to her, I'd be like, excuse me, I'm not connecting to your audio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, that worked well for a while until she started to put me in a breakout room. <laughs> Hashtag sleeping on the sofa. Tough times, man. <laughs> now the pandemic is also messing with my head because if I read the news or about COVID, I have to make sure do not check work emails right after. Reason being, I hallucinate too much. Earlier today, I was checking a work update email I get to the vacancies and opportunities section. Now I spent about 45 minutes rereading the section because I kept seeing not vacancies and opportunities, but vaccines and opportunities. Mm. Now I start to get confused because I'm, I realize that all jobs at this time must be COVID opportunities. COVID because they are really hard to find. Now, then I'm thinking, you know, with all these variants popping up everywhere, could that mean international opportunities overseas? Maybe Brazil, South Africa? Sounds good. So, you know, the email confuses me. I message a colleague about it just to see what he thinks. And the trick is this colleague is a bit, he's old, but he thinks he's hip. And he's been communicating for the last year with a lot of emojis. No more sentences. So he's like, <laughs> this looks fire emoji. Boom, emoji. <laughs> and I was uncomfortable, man. And I had to call him. I'm like, hey, Bob, you these ISIS emojis aren't really appropriate, you know, if I'm honest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I, I understand this is, you know, ISIS may be recruiting yeah, online. Yeah. But, you know, you really need to stay away from that. And I'm not going to be a part of being recruited either virtually <laughs> or live. Thanks for listening, guys. That's me. 
Give it up for Sean Little, everybody. And Sean, what's your social media? How can people follow uh, you? You can follow me at C Wesley on YouTube. That's S E A S in the C, Wesley W E S L I at YouTube or on Instagram. Thank Perfect. You. And we'll make sure not to send you any emojis, only words. <laughs> Fire emoji. All right. And if any comedian that uh, did not say their social media handle earlier, I'm going to go ahead and do it now so I don't forget. So, and while people are still listening in the middle of the show until the very end, you know, like when we're doing our whole credits or whatever at the end. So Frederick Colby, my favorite lad that has bunk beds, but not really bunk beds because it's like sofa bed. Uh, that is... Not bunk beds. They're not bunk beds. So my favorite lad, Frederick Colby, is on Twitter at fcolby, F-C-O-L-B-E-Y. And he's also Instagram and TikTok if you'd like to stalk him or duet with him, whatever, on TikTok. Uh, so Instagram and TikTok, Frederick Colby, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K-C-O-L-B-E-Y. And any other comedians, please feel free to, uh, that have not said your actual social media names aloud earlier in the show, please put them in the chat now so that I can share them if you'd like me to verbally say them. And if not, we will move on to the next comedian. So I'm going to wait just a moment here. Let's give a moment of silence for, I don't know, what, Henry? <laughs> what, Tracy? Or, um, world peace. Like world her, peace. Uh, Let's give a moment of silence for world peace. I like that Save one. The planet. Save the planet. Go green. Go green. Go, okay. go giants. Okay. Go so, Mets. <laughs> go Mets. All right. And while we're waiting on that, uh, just as a reminder, if you do go to the group chat, Henry just posted our future events, including our next open mic in March, one a month. So, uh, March 12th. Yeah, March 12th. Thank you, Henry. So please make sure to go over to that link and sign up. We'd love for all of you to, to join us then again. And Sean Little, thank you for oh, my favorite cowboy. So Sean Little, he just, I see I have a good memory with y'all. So Sean Little, our dear favorite cowboy, he said you can follow him on Instagram and YouTube, the same username at S-E-A-W-E-S. L-I. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> like C. Wesley, but it's spelled kind of weird. All right, and let's move on to the dearly beloved. Uh, let me tell you about this guy before I even say his name. <laughs> he has told me so much about so many ex-girlfriends. I've lost count, probably a thousand or more now, that I feel like I have personally been on at least five of his dates. I think I think in my mind, I was actually there now. I don't know what I did, but we I was third wheel. I was there. I know it. I've heard so much. So let's give it up for my dear friend, Rick Reichman. Thank you. Um, well, it's near Valentine's Day, and it really isn't a thousand girlfriends. It just seems like that many have dumped me. Um, I, um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about something I really do know a lot about, something I'm an expert at, rejection. I, um, I've been rejected more times in a Trump lawsuit. Um, <laughs> maybe not 8 million times or 80 million times, but it sometimes seems like that. Um, anyway, I, I, it started early too. How would you like to walk into the bathroom of your dorm and read on the wall for a good time call Shirley, except for you, Rick. <laughs> um, I was dating this one woman and we were getting along. Everything was going great. She wanted my picture. I thought that's terrific until I saw it all over town on not wanted posters. 
Oh. <laughs> she put it. She put it on a milk carton. She said, "If you see this guy, keep it to yourself." And why would you want to do anything else? Um, yeah. Um, I I ran into another old girlfriend, and and you know, I said, uh, "Do you ever think of me?" She says, "Yes." Every time I get a migraine. Um, and I said, "There must be somebody else." She showed me the U.S. Census report. Apparently, she gets it before Biden does. Um, I had always been like this, though. No, really. Years ago, I had this long-term relationship. Went on for several years. Uh, the only problem was we could only see each other maybe once or twice a year. Any more than that, and her husband would have gotten really upset. Um, I, but I should have gotten the hint when the last time she showed up with her new husband and his kid. Um, well, I actually should have known before that. She was telling me this story and she said when she was first married and she was fixing rice, she didn't know the difference between instant rice and real rice. And so she cooked the real rice like instant and it was terrible, awful, just like our sex life. I said, that, that, that's not fair. She said, no, you're right. The rice went for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> uh. so, <laughs> yeah, so people say, well, you should know when you're being dumped. And I say, yeah, I, I, I know. I'm being dumped when I ask her out. And she says, no, when I ask her out. And she says, yes. Um, when, when we're at a restaurant and she orders to go. <laughs> um, when we're at a restaurant and I whisper, would you like to leave? And she says, yes, but only if you stay. <laughs> um, when I call her up and she says her grandmother just died again um, <laughs> when we're out and she says I'd like to listen to a TED talk that's terrific I like a TED talk and she gets out her phone and she calls Ted <laughs> then she calls John and she calls Sam and she calls Mason and she calls Don you know, I, when I asked her out and she says she had a previous engagement and an upcoming wedding. Um, <laughs> when she's on the road and she calls me up and she says she was coming to see me and, be, and excuse me and be with me. But some roadside attraction got her down to Florida and she's going to stay there. Okay, not so funny, but unfortunately true. But I'll tell you, oh. it, can, it can happen anytime, anywhere, any situation. I'm walking down the street and I'm having this beautiful one. Well, you can tell she's beautiful. Long, blonde, silky hair, gorgeous figure, moves like a gazelle. I mean, so smooth. <clears throat> and she spins on me and she says, what are you doing following me? And I say, well, Cindy, we're on a date. Uh, anyway, um, well, I think my time is, is just like my girlfriend's is running out on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, so I want to thank you for all your laughs and, and being here. And I actually want to thank them too, because see, without you and without them, none of this would have been possible. Put up for Rick Reichman, y'all. No, you're, you know, you're old school. You don't even have a cell phone. You can only call you. No. You can even text you. So do you have an email or books or anything? I have an email out? and I do have a couple of books on screenwriting. So if anyone's interested in learning screenwriting, I do give a free hour. Um, on uh, You can uh, email me at rmreichman at earthlink.net. 
And that's R M like M R E I C M is in man Reichman at earthly.net. And I'll write that out. And uh, I look forward to talking with some of y'all. Thanks again, Rick. Thank Thank you. Go Rick. Great job. Great. Great. And Tracy, who's next? Okay. Coming up next is Eric Rosenbaum. Woo! Woo-hoo. I know that guy. I know that uh-huh. guy. Yeah, Whoops. that guy. I know him. Uh-oh. Like, right? Don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> hey. Hey, thank you. Hi. Um. So I have a harmonica, and I have a terrible voice. So some people have been comparing me to Bob Dylan. I'll let you <laughs> judge that for yourself. I'm going to be. Uh, Standing up for those of us who are a little bit older, I've heard some negative connotations about getting old. It's very painful, but I'm gonna to try to do something about it. And I'm gonna be playing and singing a song of elderly. Instagram 
into the chat. Thank you. Hey, Eric. Oh, can you Eric. say it aloud yes, too, sir. please, for my podcast? Yes. Hi, Eric. What is your, oh, hold on. What is your uh, social media? Can you okay, say it aloud also for my podcast? At minced one, minced words, excuse me, at minced words one in Instagram. I was just about to get to your plug. At minced words one at Instagram. And Eric, you don't look uh, very old to me. You look young. Well, that's thanks to all the fun that I've had since I've retired. <laughs> you noticed, Eric, you didn't say that to me, Eric. So there you go. There you go. Mince words one. Yeah, mince words one. Thank you. Uh, uh, Saper, I, I was waiting to the end to give you a compliment for that. Oh, yeah, sure. Nice, nice <laughs> comeback. <laughs> Well, let's all give it up for yeah. Eric Rosenbaum. Great the job. Love the elderly You're forever young, by the working way. Awesome job. <laughs> working on it. We're all working on that, right? <laughs> Thank you again, Eric. All right. And coming up next is, I like to call her my friend and my America's Got Talent competitor, <laughs> but I think she's going to make it further. <laughs> so watch TV for her because I believe in her that much. And her, hold on, make sure I remember how to say your last name, <laughs> my dear friend. <laughs> Isn't that terrible when you have a friend, you're like, wait, I know, you, I know you, but I don't know how to say your last name, right? Because it's unusual. So it's spelled different than it sounds, but let's see if I'll give it a try. Is it Nancy That's Geary? right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Standing ovation. Hey, I got that name when I got married and I should have given it up when I decided to get divorced because frankly, I was married 25 years too long and I'm talking <laughs> dog years long. <laughs> I really think that marriage should be more like leasing a car. I mean, in both at both ways, you gotta pay it to pay to get in and you gotta pay to get out. <laughs> the deal with it though is when the lease is up, you get to decide, am I gonna keep this current model? Or do I want a new model? I mean, <laughs> the current model, you, you know, you know how it works. No, it knows where all the right buttons are. Well, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the ride's been smooth and dependable and you know exactly how many strokes it takes to rev that engine. <laughs> I gotta uh -huh. tell you, at my age, I don't know if I got it in me to learn how to handle a new throttle. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, because it's I'm a little bit older, as you can see, I got to wonder, is it a faulty stick shift? Or did he just lose his gear knob? I just don't know. <laughs> and it's time maybe for something different, maybe a pickup. But, you know, I'm going to pass on the Mini Cooper for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> And seriously, I don't recommend the El Camino. What the hell is that? It doesn't know what it is or what it wants in life. Who needs that? And I kind of looked around and I thought, you know, I've had a lot of Fords. I think it's time for a Ferrari. <laughs> you know, because some days 
I feel like a saber-toothed tiger, but that Ferrari, I'd maybe, you know, move into being a cougar and see what happens there. <laughs> I mean, it's got all these sleek, modern features, like keyless entry. Can get you started in any room in the house. Mm-hmm. It could be across town and push a button and, oh, what was that? Okay, <laughs> sir, can I have another? Anyway, <laughs> how I spend my days. And I don't even want to get started on what might happen with the rear entertainment system. And I have to tell you, I think prospective husbands should be registered just like any other recreational vehicle. You get to see the mileage. You get to find out how many owners there have been, what type of maintenance has it been under, how's it been working, list of previous owners. And I can't stress enough how important this is because I traded up. At least I thought I did because I should have checked the Carfax. (laughs) 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 So if you want to follow me on Facebook, that's the main place. You can just find me under my name, Nancy Geary and Geary is spelled G I E R E. Glad you spelled because I would never guess. I know. That. <laughs> I, you know, I just I should claim my maiden name when I got divorced, but I didn't because people know me as Nancy Gary. Oh God! Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Let's all give it up for Nancy yeah. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to watch for America's Got Talent. I'm That's telling right. you, she's going to be on there for the phone it. call. <gasps> Wait! Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> Nancy's on the show. She's famous now. Bye, Nancy. <laughs> Thanks again. Uh, thank you. Whoops. Okay. Sorry, Penny. All ready? Now we're bringing up our last comedian. And like any American, I only know one language, and I don't even speak it that well. So, uh, Tobias, could you pronounce your last name, please? It's pronounced Hjöstedt. Hjöstedt. Okay. okay. Take it away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Wow, so many people and you're all still dressed. Okay. That's what I expected, but okay. That's okay. So, yeah. My name is Tobias. I'm 31 years old. I'm from Sweden. That's the country that looks like a penis on the Euro coin. <laughs> I have to say, this is not true because I put my penis next to it and it was way, way smaller. <laughs> I mean a coin. I mean a coin, of course, yeah. Uh, so 2020 what a shitty year it was i was living in stockholm for two years with my childhood friend when corona struck i lost my job and shortly thereafter my roommate decided to get one of those what do you call it uh life (laughs) and he canceled the apartment so now i'm back in my hometown again and i just realized moving out is much harder than moving in because when you're moving in you're all all like oh we're gonna have this we're gonna have that and in case you have friends so we're gonna have brunch but then you realize one day when you actually moved out that you don't have any friends yeah and all you have is stuff stuff (laughs) that has never been used so you have to put up everything for sale and this also means you have to deal with the experts (laughs) and as soon as they see something they like they will start bombarding you with questions like, do you still have it? Do you have the receipt? Can you lower the price a bit? 
but you know these people are not experts they are energy sucking vampires <laughs> they've, been, they've been watching too many shows of porn stars or anti's road show and all of a sudden they know like everything they know everything except counting and reading so oh the price tag on this, this fake this fake cuff the cuff says Eric's 50 cents advisor to the president to still talk to the 50 cents no. i'll give you 20 cents you know what i give you 20 cents if you just fuck off <laughs> 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 so yeah they're vam- they're vampires because they yeah they suck basically and the last thing i had left uh, when i was almost done was my bed so i decided to give it away and as soon as i pushed Do you still have it? Do you, ha- do you still have the receipt? So yeah, I have to answer politely and she came by and she was being a bitch from the very first moment she walked in. Well, it looks a bit used. That was the first thing she said. <laughs> well, Jesus fucking Christ, it's a bed. I've done every possible verb known to man in this bed for two years straight. It's my dining table. It's my room. <laughs> It's my comfort zone. It's my partner. It's everything I need. And this one perfectly square shape. And those things tend to leave a trace after themselves. So what is that? Oh, shit. Sorry? No, 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 no. No, not not shit. The brown stain is probably from when I had the Indian food. And the white one... That's from when I was horny. And the red one. (laughs) That's from when things went horribly, horribly wrong. (laughs) But hey, hey, it's free. I see. I see, she said. But can you, uh, considering lowering the price a bit? (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah. yeah, Tobias, where are you from? Yes. I should reveal my hat. I do have Instagram. I think I should spell it for you. It's. Tobias, uh, you left us in the dark. We can't see you anymore. <laughs> oh, oh you're you in go. the dark. Oh. It went with your act, though. Oh, my. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, anyway, Henry's asking, how can we follow you on social media? It's all good. Don't yeah, worry. it's Instagram. I'll spell it for you. It's G L A S S H I N K. So that's one word. And in Swedish, that means ice cream bucket. Don't ask me ever why I chose that name. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worth That's mentioning great. why I performed in the dark. It's Sweden. It's February. It's winter. It's cold and snow. I just want to give you the illusion of how I'm right. having it from so, um, October to March. Every Tobias, year. Tobias, um, where, where are you located right now? In Sweden? I'm located in Kalmar. It's in the southern Kalmar. part of uh, Sweden. And what's, what's your address? My address? No, he wants joking. to be your no, daddy. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I don't want... I'll give it to you afterwards. Come on. I I'm don't want to be anybody's daddy. No. Oh, no. Poppy. No, but I don't want to be your Molly. son. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. No worries. Thank you again, Tobias. Let's give it up for Tobias, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> So let's wrap up with any final thoughts as bring up the host, Tracy and Shell. And want to thank you for a fabulous job uh, on behalf.
Someone muted me. I don't know. <laughs> I want to thank you, um, Tracy. And this, uh, have you, you, you're, you've had a lot of hosting experience, I heard. Yeah, I've had some. Yes, uh, live shows um, mostly. And this is my first Zoom show so, uh, to uh, host. So yeah. it's been a great opportunity. Who's this guy right here? Oh, that's Aang, the last uh, avatar on the last airbender. That's it, the avatar. <laughs> I wanted to do a pop quiz. Yeah, it's, right. I think hosting well, is one of the and, hardest. Yeah. One of the hardest. And Zuko, yeah, I know Zuko. All right, uh, Shell, how are you doing? How did it go for you? I'm great, thanks. How you How you feeling now? <laughs> oh, me, myself? Yeah, how are you? I feel bald. I feel very bald. <laughs> I feel the same. I feel great with hair. Lots of lovely hair. Yes. You want All right. Some? Thanks, everybody, for doing this. We're going to do another one March 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's called the International House of what? What, shall? Comedy. Comedy. I hawk. <laughs> I hawk. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, oh, Vanessa. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Great show. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Everybody was just terrific. Do one thing um, for us is to tell a friend to we can grow the show and so that we can add more shows. If you are if we have audiences, audience is what every comedian wants. If you tell a comedian, hey, we'll get you an audience. They'll come. And you guys were amazing. And uh, support us on the Facebook group. It's the same title, Facebook slash groups, uh, House of International House well, of Comedy. Any I told some thoughts? of my other girlfriends, and that's why nobody showed up. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as a reminder, this oh, you're not on social media. You don't you don't think anybody will like you? <laughs> yeah, really, that's true too. <laughs> thank thank you all so much again to our, our wonderful audience members, to Henry, to Tracy, to Ying, Warren, and to Michelle, myself, <laughs> Frederick, <laughs> Joe, Saber. Frederick, Frederick, are you there? I said Frederick. I said Frederick, my favorite lad, Frederick. And Tracy again. And Sean Little. And Rick Rosenbaum. And Nancy What's the snack for tonight? And Tobias. Oh, the organizers. I mean, it probably won't be a sandwich because I've run out of bread. I'm not sure. I need some of the tidy for you. You know what? I might be a five-year-old and have a load of biscuits for my snack. Oh, that sounds good. Biscuits. I like some, uh, I like some uh, corn in the cob with uh, um, some, what do you call the fries in, French fries in, in England? Chips. Chips when it's like a proper big thick chip, like steak cut chips. Who won, who won the Super Bowl? Steak fries are chips over. We're still recording. Fries, by the way. Fries. I was I wasn't done with my thank yous and thank you to Ron because I could not have done this without his help. Right, yes, Ron. So let's give it up for Ron. Yeah. Ron. 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 Shout out to Brett. Oh good. Shout out to Eric Rosenberg. Are you finished with your shout outs? Rosenbaum. Rosenberg. I'm, I'm a tree, not a mountain. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about that. And Audrey, I, I and Penny, and Vanessa, and, right. and John Cruz. Did I forget? Hello from the UK. Anyone else in the audience still love us? We appreciate you. Thank y'all. Johnny. 
Aloha. Hey, mira, papi, I just wanted to say, you know, I thought, hey, papi, I thought you were good, man. Thank you, papi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out. Bye. Your... Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh. All right. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye. Great Bye. fun. Thanks so much. Can y'all do me a favor? Yeah, Thank you. Everybody say tune in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always ready in life before we wrap up, because this is being recorded on my podcast. Tune in, tune in to Coffee Talk with Shell. I wanted to tell Warren. I wanted to tell Warren. Warren, were you the one looking for soulmates? Hey, Warren, were you the one looking for soulmates? Is he out there? Because believe me, soulmates are overrated. I've had a bunch and they've walked all over me. So, you know. if you're being ghosted again, Rick Reichman, Warren's gone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I tried to warn him. I tried. Sweet weekend. Red love. Big, big hugs. Okay. All right. Thank